Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Echo, the podcast. My name is Sarah Benalo, and I will be your host for today's episode. Today, I will be talking about a topic I have not seen frequently, but I think it's very important to know about. I will be talking about the importance of women's history. It's going to be in a form of an essay, and I will be quoting a, an article I have found online from a website that is nationalwomenhistoryalliance.org, which I will invite you to visit, as well as um, giving the credit to a TEDx uh, presentation I have found on YouTube of the same title as today's episode. In my audio essay, I will be defining what is women's history, why is it so important, and then I will be mentioning a few influential women in history by categorizing them into uh, sequences. So, first and foremost, uh, we all know that history is the study of previous events uh, in order to understand the present. But what about women's history? Well, it is the study of the role that women has had in history, as well as for women themselves. So, the relationship between the both is that women contributed into the any historical movement, any historical event, and vice versa, uh, the the circumstances and the event that were happening at the time heavily influenced the lives of women back in the day, or even today, really, um, even decades, centuries, or millennia ago, we can deduct that women lived differently, but those differences weren't that broad because even though the situation for women might have evolved, but the core problem is still present, sadly. But the that evolution in where women were back then and how they are right now is written throughout history and that is why it's important to learn about it because it helps us move forward as i quote from the website each time a girl opens a book and reads a womanless history she learns she is worth less as well as knowing women's achievements expands their sense of what's possible and history forms a point of view that carries special importance. And I agree with all of these three points, especially the last one, because relating to a historical figure, especially a female historical figure that impacted history heavily, is very important. When a girl or a woman or any, even though I avoid using that word, to describe women, any woman who learns about the achievements of women in the past that have overcome racial problems, economy, social status problems, and various aspects of society, it helps us 
be motivated into building a better society and building a better future for us. For example, knowing Marie Curie, whom I will be talking about in a few moments, as a woman in STEM, as a woman in science, technology, engineering and mathematics field, I understand that if a woman back then has struggled so much to find her place in the science community, it wasn't for nothing and it helps me feel like I can do it as well. That is why it's so important to learn about women and important, powerful women in history and the impact that they have had into the course of life as we know it right now, how it is written and how they are acknowledged with their power. Because women played a vital role in building civilization. Women have done a major role and it's looked, upon, it's looked down upon, sadly, but we have to revive that knowledge, that concept that women have contributed in, in it. And the many women that have done so much in history that I will be mentioning today, been putting into sequences, I will be talking about women in Islamic history. Many women lived in the era of Muhammad the Prophet uh, during his prophecy and before that in the times of Jahiliya. But uh, I will be mentioning just a few. In my opinion, when it comes to women who have had a big impact, I can name both Khadija and Aisha. Khadija because she was uh, a powerful woman before she met the Prophet Salam. She was she had a business to deal with. She uh, she was a savvy woman who knew how to handle herself. She had power in her tribe. She was a full independent woman and she knew what she wanted. That's why she chose the Prophet Salam as a husband. She knew exactly what she wanted. She she had virtues and morals and that is uh, a handful of attributes that we should adapt as women as well. We should be confident in our choices. And Aisha was a woman of science. She was savvy. She had an opinion that was very much respected at the time. Even after the death of the Prophet, she was a woman who was known for her intelligence and she remembered quotes from the Prophet. She she was one of the many who memorized the Quran and she was present when the epiphany was happening. So that is very much enough to seek more knowledge about her and be more like her as a woman, to seek those good qualities in the women in the time of Muhammad as well as other women that were mentioned in anecdotes, uh, in situations that have a certain Islamic moral behind them, as well as another uh, aspect. We mentioned Aisha as more of a woman of science, a woman of knowledge when it comes to uh, logical thinking but what about literature um, I will not shy away from mentioning uh, Al-Khansa who was a poet that the prophet himself has ad- admired for her poetic prose 
and how much she felt she felt deeply and she wasn't ashamed ashamed of it um it is a very modern and contempt it is a modern concept to shame women for being too emotional but al khansa has grieved the deaths of her brother and father so much so that she cried so hard she became blind and she wrote so many poems about them the depth of her of her feelings her grief her sadness her being emotional wasn't discriminated discriminated against she was admired for how much she felt how much emotion emotions emotions she displayed through her poetry and through her being as a woman and that is very important considering the times she lived in women were so easily targeted to be oppressed that's why sadly our religion is very much related to oppression but at the time such minor things were not were not taking were not taking so lightly and women at the time had such a powerful impact even when it comes to the prophecy and epiphany and i find that very 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 inspiring and important another category is women in stem women in science as i mentioned marie curie who was the first ever person to receive a nobel prize in both physics and chemistry amongst other things but sadly her husband has t- taken the credit because back then women did not have the right to receive nobel prizes another example of the same kind of discrimination is einstein's first wife who was behind most of his achievements thankfully it is being recognized today but uh, at the time women did not have the right to receive credit for scientific breakthrough so knowing that women did all that not most of the work not all of it but she did have a major role when it comes to the science we know it as it, as we know it today so that is important to acknowledge as well as her name is in french and she was very much important in the time of enlightenment uh, so much so that voltaire himself liked her and it's no one but emilie du chatelet who was the first ever woman to translate newton's works from german to french and she contributed a lot to french science at the time um in the third category there is women in literature and in my opinion women in literature has have had a bigger impact than any other field i'm not saying that women in science aren't important but they were not as credited they did not receive as much credit as women in literature simply because science is uh still until today a male dominated field but women in history when it comes to literature such as Asia Djibbar who is an Algerian author even though she wrote in French after her death she has been recognized as a major pillar in Algerian literature and there has been a, a prize to her name the Asia Djibbar Prize of Literature in Algeria and i think that her writings are very very important because 
She is still a modern, modern author, and her writings have set a path for other women, Algerian writers who are women, to, and that is an opinion that I am accountable of, but I strongly stand on it. Uh, Asia Jabbar, even though she wrote in French, as a woman, she has, she is amazing, and I advise you to read her work, either translated or as the original copies. Um, another example is Jane Austen, and who does not know Jane Austen? In my opinion, she is the mother of romance. She created a safe space for women in writing and reading, uh, and she wrote mostly about the... Uh, circumstances of the Regency era in which she lived in. She was very intelligent and savvy and have known so much about her entourage. She had a good intuition and a very insightful pen. Uh, who does not know Jane Austen and doesn't admire her for writing? As well as Toni Tony Morrison, who is a African-American woman who wrote about racism, beauty standards when it comes to comparing uh, African-American attributes to white attributes and its relationship with racism. Her writings are great. I advise you to read all of these authors and even more. Read female authors because they are brilliant and they have impacted women's history very very much like in a very heavy heavy duty way you know last category that i also think is very important but i will sadly refrain from mentioning deeply because first of all i have not done enough research on it second of all the reason why i haven't done enough research on it is because there is not enough research material on it online sadly uh, uh, the only things I could find are just brief uh, Wikipedia articles. But women in Algerian history are very much important, not only during the f uh, Algerian revolution times, but before and after that. Again, Asia Jabbar, even if it's just literature, I think women in Algerian history, such as Lala Fatman Sumer, Jamila Buhirid, um other many many other women uh even in i don't think there are many women in politics and even in modern days i don't think it's safe to quote women in algerian politics but when it comes to general algerian history memorizing women in history is very important because uh women in algerian history have built our current culture if you can look closely, our culture is built around fashion history, the way we dress, and our culinary history, our food, and how we celebrate, how we grieve. It's all about women. In our culture, women have decided every aspect of our identity expression. It's about how we dress, how we eat, how we talk. It's all about women and celebrating women's history in Algerian history most um, and most specifically, that is very much important in my opinion. Other honorable mentions 
there are um, Catherine the Great, of course, Catherine the Great, who has been a great, great pillar in Russian uh, history. She she helped her country become a different nation. She taught women. She opened schools. She encouraged the Enlightenment movement and encouraged education, especially for women. And that was very important at the time. And it made Russia what it is today, a very powerful nation. As well as Miriam Estarlab, who was a woman of science. Uh, Cleopatra, who was sadly known for her beauty. She is idolized for her immense beauty but historians fail to mention that she was incredibly intelligent so much so she had uh she had she was very keen on mathematics for a woman at the time uh she was very savvy in astronomy and she was a polyglot Cleopatra have spoken so many tongues uh, she was so intelligent when it comes to learning languages. It was, she was a genius of her time and our time. And sadly, historians only focus on her beauty and how beautiful she was. But uh, even though I truly think that the way she made her physical appearance a, pol a strong political move... And that is a genius of itself. Her power did not only rely on her beauty, but also her incredible talent in being a strong strategist. And that is amazing. But sadly, sadly, male historians <laughs> have focused so much on her beauty that it took away any importance on how intelligent and brilliant Cleopatra was for a woman of that time, like thousands and thousands of years ago. And it's infuri infuriating, honestly. Another example is uh, Fatima al-Fihri, who was a Tunisian woman uh, from uh, centuries ago who built the first ever Muslim and general university. She built the first ever university in the world, but sadly and ironically, she was not allowed to enter because women were, were not allowed to seek education at the time. It might sound odd, but today as well, some countries do not allow women to enroll into universities or even learn how to read and write. So even though things have changed for most women of the world, it hasn't really, really changed to 100%. And it is important to remember those dark times for women centuries ago to know how impactful it is on our modern days. So how do we celebrate Women's History? So Women's History Month is basically the whole month of March. Not only on the 8th of March is Women's Rights, International Women's Rights Day, but um, the whole month of March is the United States has established it as a national Women's History Month. But I think celebrating women's history is something to do every day, all year long, by reading 
material written by female authors, as well as encouraging female uh, created content online uh, under the condition that it would be educational and valuable to the women today and encouraging to the younger generations that are coming, as well as the funding of female scientists and research that is done by women. Anything that elevates women in this society, not just by actions as well, avoiding misogynistic behavior and educating oneself on what to do and what to not do to help women have better conditions into reaching education and achieving more in a male-dominated society. Doing anything that contributes uh, into having a better future for women is a celebration to women's history. I hope today's episode has been inspiring and uh, motivating to do more research on any of the materials that I have exposed today and that has made you happy to a certain extent. Um, make sure to uh, visit our social media at English Speakers and also listen to other podcasts if you have not, uh, other episodes of our podcast if you have not yet. The, this was Farah Benalo and yeah, let's get lost in the echo. Bye bye!